three sixty five. That's a, a Whole Foods brand, I believe. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I, I rarely go to Whole Foods. Well, you know. What's your favorite kind of sparkling water? <laughs> oh, seriously, if you're asking that question, it's yeah. Polar uh, Black Cherry. Because Polar has more flavor than like they the LaCroix, do, but right? the Black Cherry, it's not too sweet, not yeah. too sour. It's just right. Really? Oh, dude. I've had the Polar, but only a handful of times. I'm typically a LaCroix guy. Well, you know, that's more common. It's definitely more common. There's one it called is. Waterloo that you could find at also Whole Foods or New Seasons well, sometimes. The, the Safeway one... I think it's bubbly, right? Oh, no, dude. That's a Coca-Cola brand, bro. It is? Or Pepsi, one of the two. Oh, I thought it was like a generic Safeway. No, but that's good. The black cherry of that one's good, too. So you're a black cherry guy. Oh, yeah. I love black cherry, too. I was actually just talking to Aaron about Cherry Garcia. <laughs> which Old is, school Ben and Jerry's flavor. <laughs> yeah. It's not black cherry, but it's oh, right. cherry with some chocolate. Right? That has chocolate in it, doesn't I it? I think so. Yeah. And some I don't, vanilla that was, and stuff. That wasn't my favorite. I think it had more vanilla than chocolate. That's probably why it wasn't my favorite favorite it's just like the chocolate um chunks or something chunks of yeah. like it's almost like those dip cones like oh, that dear. weird chocolate stuff you, you know? know the place that this, are you recording right now yeah <laughs> we're, we're you know that the place uh that pine street market downtown yes it's got yeah, all those yeah. restaurants in it and yeah. stuff yeah, there's yeah. The, uh, the soft place serve and, there's a soft yeah, serve yeah. Uh-huh. dude the chocolate dip in there so good. You can get a soft serve, uh, whatever flavor, and you have it dipped in their chocolate. It's probably coconut oil mixed with cocoa or something, right. but it's so good, dude. Have you been to the ramen place in there? Oh, yeah, dude. So <sighs> good. So good. So good. We're spoiled so, for choice. We are. There's a lot of new ramen places. Dude, a fury? Oh, man. So good. Or a furry? How do you pronounce it? There's two of them, too. There's the yeah. one downtown does dump more dumplings. Right. Yeah, so good. There's one by Tomorrow Records. Yeah, yeah. Which is also too. a great record store. Oh, really good, man. I was worried the other day for the records, though. Why? Because the sun just oh, pours I know. in through those big windows. It's <laughs> like, oh, now they protect these things. I know. Uh, and, you know, I know that you didn't speak very highly of it, but I really want to try that Modern Times Oh, it just felt a little douchey. Yeah. Just felt a little like, uh, this is what, this is what out of towners think a Portland bar should be. Right. So that's what I felt. I went to, there's a new brewery over in Montevilla called Threshold. Mm. Nothing special, but yeah. like quality, like almost like old school Portland brewery or I guess old school isn't the right way to say it. Not the douchey, like, I feel like if you go to Deschutes now, you just get douche all over you. Well, yeah. <laughs> They breathe on you. You walk in. Douche shoots. (laughs) Ah, it's perfect. Yeah. But like this is just like, you know, I mean, it's only been open for a few weeks, I think. So it's super new. Um, Are are they from Portland, these people? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I feel so snobby when I say these. Yeah, it it sounds really bad. But (laughs) point being, I went in there last week. It was busier than shit, but they were on top of it. The beers are really good. That's good. They They do their own. Yep, they had a, a caterer on on site that, mm. that comes like every Friday or something like that. White pepper on Gleason. Oh, never heard of that. That's uh, cool. <clears throat> really, really good stuff. Like they had bacon, potato sandwich things. Oh, and yeah, it was so, so good. good. All these breweries, they don't serve food. I mean, that's the that's the way to keep the costs down. Yeah, right? like level. I mean, well, level. They're doing a great job. Well, now they're next level. They opened up. <laughs> they opened up the back part, and they have like twice as much space, and they have more carts in the back 
part oh, two really? in an outside bar, oh, and wow. they converted a barn into like a little play area with like foosball and stuff. I remember the barn part or the inside part that's still other there. side. Oh, yeah, other side. The the original greenhouse yeah. area is still there, but okay. now they have like we went there a couple weeks ago. They had a DJ outside, and they're playing like like old iced tea and stuff. It's fucking Ice great. Iced tea, yeah, Man. bouncy house. Man, bouncy house. I yeah. love those things. It was their second birthday, so we had to go. Oh, right. Yeah. And for second birthdays, you got to rent a bouncy you house. You have to have the bouncy house. If you're <laughs> and I have friendly. an iced tea on DJ. Yeah. Oh, man. That guy was good, dude. Iced tea? Yeah. Yeah. The original original gangster album. So good. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Pretty seriously. Yeah. Great stuff. But I want to be clear iced tea wasn't DJing. <laughs> I don't want you to think okay, that. Okay, okay. I was wondering. That's pretty cool. They got that him. That would be amazing. I mean, I wonder how much they paid him. But he's pretty cheap these days. Well, yeah. It's like, am I going to do Law and Order? Or, or that gonna, oh, reality yeah. show that he was on, yeah. which I never saw. But the new body counts actually do. Really? Um, of course. I mean, that's the reaction everybody's going to have. But damn, it's actually pretty good. And maybe that should be one of my tracks tonight. Because How, how old is this? Is this like new, uh, new they, like, like two years, yeah. They did a suicidal cover too, which institutionalized, which is really great. Dude. I heard about that. That's right. <laughs> and he I changed the lyrics. He made it really good. Really? Yeah, we should listen to it. That's pretty awesome. Uh, <laughs> it did remind me of something I wanted to say about Level. Oh, sorry. Uh, last handful of times I've gotten to level, they buy like half my beers for me. Why? Just because we go in so much. You're regular, dude. I'm a regular. You're regular. They know my name. Where I else walk have you in been regulars? They, they yell Norm. You've been a regular at other places too, I, I think. Probably that like McMenamin's sure. at 205 there. <laughs> oh yeah, I haven't been there in a long <laughs> or time. Or Bridge though. City. Dude. Oh shoot, <laughs> fuck man. Yeah, you're right. I, I, didn't, I didn't even think about that, but that's, yeah. that's like... You're regular that's, there. That's gotten out of control go there so much they they know like i'm gonna have an rpm (laughs) yeah that's ridiculous yeah Yeah, it is tyson and i used to be kind of regulars at uh bozzy but that place have you been to the new bozzy now i didn't know there was a new bozzy yeah well they got new owners and they changed the name to like thirsty monk or something oh yeah it's a it's still belgian but yeah different i think it's a san francisco company oh really yeah but Hmm. i don't know it doesn't mean it's not gonna be good no no it's probably gonna be good but I haven't been. Same place? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. They just changed owners. The lady that owned it, I don't know if you remember her. No. I've only yeah. been to Bozzy like two or three times. Oh, we went. We went once. A couple's date. You and I. Yeah, we went once. Uh, went to your birthday there once. Oh, yeah. My birthday had a party there, too. Or maybe even twice. Yeah. Did you have a birthday there mm, twice? Probably. Mm. Yeah. Well, actually, one time I tried to go very recently for my birthday, but it was... Uh, there was a soccer game going on or something. Oh. They closed it. Oh, we did bike and beer there once, too. Oh, yeah. Dude, maybe I should organize one. <laughs> I would be way into it. Yeah. I got my, did I tell you, I got my bike all fixed up. No, that's good. Put a couple hundred dollars into it. Nice. And, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been riding mine much. My knees have been kind of messed up. So. I haven't. That was my goal this summer. Got so when fixed. spring <laughs> spring came around, I was like riding it around. I'm like, this yeah. sucks. My brakes don't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put like two, three hundred dollars in it. Now it works great. I haven't ridden it since. <laughs> That's how it goes, man. That's not Murphy's Law. It's some other guy's law. Murphy's Law. I never really got into them. <laughs> oh, no. That's like Irish punk rock or. Isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I have yeah, no idea. Dude. I don't really know either. Yeah, that whole scene I wasn't uh, privy to. Like no. that bordered on hardcore music, which is close to what we were listening to, but right. not close enough. Even the Cro-Mags and stuff, I didn't. I got into the Cro-Mags a little bit, but. Um, or like Flogging Molly or whatever. None of those. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's. Yeah. I don't I don't even know what Flogging Molly is. Aren't they like the Pogues? Aren't they just like. Oh, no, I thought it was heavier than that, but I'm not sure. I don't. 
I think maybe I it's like ska almost though. That's yeah. the impression I get of like Murphy's Law and Flogging Molly. Like yeah, they're sc- maybe almost like ska-ish. Yeah. I don't That's, think it's like full blown ska. I wonder if Bo- in Boston ska is still popular. It probably is. That's a great question. Yeah, I, bet I don't it know, is, dude. I didn't make the connection until last year when I was talking with AJ that the Bostones hmm, means like Boston. It's like oh, a Boston yeah, I didn't thing. Realize it either. The Mighty Mighty Bostones. Yeah, is it's it like, the same. Yeah, it's it's like a a play on the whole Boston thing. <clears throat> nice, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Well, well. Anyway, Nick, uh, <laughs> thanks for. Wow. I didn't even know you were recording for a while. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I I like doing it that way because then sometimes you get some gems and people. Yeah, exactly. Ease up and get it. Yeah, ease into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, thanks for coming by, joining me on the podcast. Glad to be here, bro. I think we're on episode something. I can't wow. remember. Forty something. Mm, late 30s, early 40s, wow. just like me. Just like us, yeah. yeah. Well, you're mid-40s, basically, bro. Almost. I'm almost there. January, I'll be technically mid-40s. 44? 45. Dude, 44 yeah. is already mid-40s. Is it? I think so. Well, no, you're right, because... 44 to 47, probably mid-40s. I think you're right. So I'm early yeah. 40s still. I'm 43. Got that on you. Yeah. Well, yeah. You sure do. All of a sudden, we're old school. Yeah. It's true. Going to that Merle show was totally like that. It was like, oh man, we're all old people now. Yeah. Merle is in his fifties. Yeah. All the people in attendance were old. There was no young people listening to to the murder junkies. No. <laughs> no. It was ridiculous. Yeah, that's kind of sad. Yeah, but it's cool though because you know we have we have wisdom to teach the youngsters. We do. Like, that's not working on my daughter at all. She's but. not into Gigi. <laughs> <laughs> That's even the stick, me. even sticks, dude, or even Journey or something. Yeah, yeah no, you know, just something no. from my youth. <laughs> I've had you know a little bit of accidental success with that. Yeah. You know, Oni Oni has been pretty good with that, but then you know, if you leave it up to her, she'll put on something that's. Not yeah, the Ramones. Yeah, exactly. You know. <laughs> exactly. But Although when we were at the beach, we listened to Ramones. She's into it. She's into it. That's good. You did your job. Yeah, I, I did okay. I have Nemezi, I doubt, will ever sing an Iron Maiden song like out loud. Mm. So I think I've failed somewhat, you know? Yeah, that's a failure. Yeah. For sure. Oh, well. Oh, well. What can you do now? Forcer? Payer? Maybe? You could pay. <laughs> that would work. I think payment would work. Yeah. Uh, uh, Guarantee her a new phone or right. something. I think that that would do it. Make her sing Run to the Hills? No, dude. We'll go for an epic. We got to do like Rhyme Ancient Mary. Right, there you something. go. Like yeah. the whole thing. If she does the whole thing. Yeah. And and dances during the interlude when wow. it gets mellow. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get you your new phone. Okay. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> that sounds good. like a plan. That's fine. <laughs> okay. So, Nick, um, I've known you 20-some years. Is that right? I'd say 97, probably. Yeah, we met about 96 to 98, Yeah, late 90s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I met you when I moved out here to live with Don mm-hmm. and joined Sculptured. And you That's were right. playing guitar in Sculptured. That's right. And I think we rehearsed a couple times. We did in my mom's garage. That's right. Mm-hmm. And you made your little pretzel Oh, I was snack. known for that at the time. Yeah, it was I really was good. for that, which was... Very simply, a bowl, a little bowl, cereal bowl full of pretzels. Uh-huh. Spray it. You have to have the spray. Dude. A little bit of water, right? Spray it with water, though. You can't yeah. dribble it with your fingers. It's not good enough. And then Cajun sauce. Cajun so, sauce. So, salt. Salt. Bottom. Yeah, not sauce. Yeah, yeah. Cajun, Cajun salt. salt. Oh, it was perfect. It was really good. Not sure where that came from. That's weird. 
Yeah, it was kind of a weird thing, but it was so good. And I was brewing beer at the time. And you, oh, yeah. Not you, but Don was younger. And he was yeah. just like, oh my God, beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was 23, I guess, Yeah. when that happened. Yeah, I was brewing before I was even of age. So that was yeah. probably <clears throat> 96. If it was 96, I was 20. It's probably 97 then. I think it was 97. Yeah, 21. Somewhere around there. Yeah. So yeah, so I came out here, joined Sculptured. Mm-hmm. We did that whole thing. Yep. Um, yeah, now we've been friends ever since. We lost touch for a little while. We did. From probably 99 or 2000 to... No, no, you came in on the... You came on my radio show. I did, once. That was probably 99 or so. Yeah, I had... I, you were in... Where were you? You were in England for a while. Yeah, well, then we moved to England in 2000, and that's when we lost touch because we moved out of Portland. That's when, Yeah. Yeah. And I... And then we both had kids about the same time. Yeah, we yeah. were both out of Portland, both yeah. had kids about the same time, yeah. and we both moved back roughly yeah. the same time. Exactly. But you were living a little bit south. Uh-huh. Yeah, and where were you? I was in Minneapolis. Nice. And then... So... But yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And then now, we've both been in Portland, more or less... Been good, and our kids are real good friends, which is cool to see. Yeah, they're like best friends. It's amazing. Yeah, it is. It's 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 really amazing because it doesn't have to work out like that. <clears throat> no, you know, they could. I mean, they could just hate each other. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's very possible. <laughs> it might happen when one of them gets a boyfriend or something. Oh, you, you never know. Jeez. It might happen. I mean, uh, yeah, minor. High school's coming up, bro. This year for me. Yeah. So things Next happen. Two months. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's really crazy. Yeah, fourteen and twelve. I think that they'll stay in touch, even no, if not, they separate yeah. a little bit, you know. That's fine. Yep. Um, and then a few years ago, we started doing Dolvin together. Uh-huh, which is which a project is, I've wanted to do for a long time. Yeah, but. it's your baby. Yep. You started writing the songs, and mm-hmm. I kind of, like, helped you, you did. initially form the band. You did. You really did, man. We uh, were looking all over for a vocalist, mm-hmm. and we finally found one of all your suggestions, which was great. Yeah. And, and dude, you found everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just basically me and you, and you did all the, the finding the members. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, we got uh, Tim Call on the oh, first man. record from Mournful Congregation and yeah. Nightfell and Some Eternal yeah. Dusk. And have you heard the new Nightfell track, too? I have not. I'm so sure good. it's awesome. Dude. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he's a talented guy. Yeah. But then he retired. Yeah. Now we have Marty Hill from <laughs> Barrel Lands and Sculptured. Very grateful for him. Man, both great drummers. Drummers is always a struggle. Drummers are hard to find. <laughs> but these both yeah. quality, quality stuff. Yep. And then we have uh, Henry Lauer on vocals. Yep. Uh, from Ironwood. Yeah. Weather Veins. Yeah, so good. Uh, and I didn't know about them before you introduced me. I knew of them, but I didn't know Henry at the time. So, how did you suggest him as vocalist? Son? I knew of him and knew that he was living here. Oh, I see. And then I asked John, like, "Hey, I'm looking for a vocalist for Dolvin," and he yeah. recommended Henry. And yes. I thought, "Well, that could work," and it did. And Henry was excited to do it. So and he's, his voice is unusual. I was looking for somebody yeah. that was unusual. Yeah, it is but unusual. Still clean. Yes. Yeah. Yep. But in uh, Ironwood, he's mostly screaming. I think so. He's got a great range. He does. Amazing. He does. And he's a he's a pretty killer musician all the way around oh my god dude you can tell he practices a lot he does damn yeah i didn't see it <laughs> like on I, guitar it's, like, yeah. it's crazy it's i didn't good. see it but i guess um a couple months ago he went to azoth and did an improv bass 
oh, wow. performance Damn. with like a bunch of different effects and stuff. Oh, and wow. just did this weird and everybody was blown away. He shreds. It's like a, he's a shredder. The way he shreds on the acoustic is almost like it's per, it's prog rock or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, but it's acoustic prog rock or something. It's yeah. strange. It's like yes, combined with, you know, yeah, yeah, um, some kind of mellow acoustic rock. <laughs> it's crazy. Cat Stevens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking more like a Segovia or something. Oh you know, yeah, like a classical guitar mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So and now we're working on a new one. Uh huh. Second album. Second Dolvin. Yep. We're well underway. And it's going to sound so much better, dude. It, I think it's going to sound <laughs> great. Yeah. The other one we're, was done a little bit. Uh, done a little, a little on the cheap, a little hastily. Yeah. Well, I did mo- I did all my guitars at my house, and I don't have a quality setup. So. <clears throat> right. So this and time. Billy helped for a lot for that. <laughs> yeah. And this time, Billy tracked the drums. And then. No. Or, sorry. No, he didn't. Yeah. That was that uh, guy, was Dave. Like Dave yeah. Felton. Yeah, he's great, too. Yep. Dave yeah. Felton tracked the drums. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're recording the, well, everything else here. We'll be done here, yeah. In my studio. Mm-hmm. And, Which uh, is going really well. Look at this place, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's good. It's I beautiful. Mean, it's, uh, it's kind of a combo studio slash guest room slash workout area yeah, slash. Got the treadmill there. Record room slash merch area. <laughs> but uh, awesome. it works. Multi-purpose. Mm-hmm. You should put a wall in there and put a drum room over there. Next next level, dude. That is. That you can do everything level. with drums. It's true. But if somebody was having sex in the bed, you could do that. I could. I mean, that's kind of cool. That would be really cool. I could charge people for recording their sex sounds. Yeah. Oh, like if they're traveling or something. Or if they need like a sex tape and they want really good sound. (laughs) (laughs) Just the sound part. Yeah. I don't have video capabilities. No, they'd they'd hire a camera crew. Yeah, well, of course. And then I would, you know, I'd put like contact mics (laughs) on their balls or something. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I don't know how that works. That's, yeah, well, I think that's how it works. Yeah, it's genius. Yeah, so you got that going for. I it. could do some foley for it too. You know, what, like, what's like that? you know, foley like for uh, TV shows or movies when they like make the sounds for that's on the oh, screen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do yeah, that. Like, That'd be fun. Like laser what would sounds. It be? What would it be? Uh, oh, I was thinking like because you didn't get appropriate sounds for the thrusting or something, you can use like uh, a water balloon with. Uh, with some jelly on top oh, yeah, or something yeah. and just squeeze it. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> I think I might have just have I figured out a new career for myself. <laughs> Dude, put that on Craigslist. You never know what happened. You never know. Yeah. I mean people do want professional sex tapes, I think. So I'm sure my kids would be stoked to be having that in the well, house all the time. You don't have to tell them. Just say, you know, daddy's daddy's got a side gig. Yeah. And it's <laughs> it's more podcasts with these people. Yeah. <laughs> Random people from Craigslist. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, man. All right, all right, man. Should we should we get into it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, um, let's let's start with some music. Okay, what do you what have you been listening to lately? Well, I've been listening to strangely enough a lot of Metallica. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. nuclear, uh, nuclear assault. Nice. Um, violence. Oh, sh- it's been on the thrash nice kick. Too. You yeah, know? old school. Um, Bay Area thrash. Yep, I listen to. Do you prefer the Bay Area over like German and? Not really. Okay. Um, but it tends to be catchier. Yeah, it does. Germans were hardcore, man. Just yeah. fast, a lot more speed. Yeah, I mean, I love Crater. Crater might be oh, yeah. like my favorite thrash band. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I put on something yesterday. Oh, Coroner. Yeah. German, or Swiss actually. Yeah. Um, that Mental Vortex record is awesome. Damn, they were good, man. So they good. were ahead of their time. Oh, seriously. <laughs> Uh, I don't think people knew really what was going on with them. Yeah. 
So I've been listening to a lot of that stuff. Cool. But man, podcasts just kind of ruined my time. They just the they editing of it. No, like listening to them. Oh I just, right. Are you still on the Marin stuff? And, yep, listening yeah. to Marin and. Uh, oh, did you go see him live, dude? Uh, last year, and he's here again, like in two weeks. Oh, nice. Okay, that's yep. the one I'm thinking of. Yep. I knew you saw him last year. Cool. Yeah, I got tickets right away. Nice. Uh, but yeah, Marin, and then uh, my my other friend Nick. I have two friends, Nick, mm-hmm. uh, Nick Loicano. He has a podcast called Bionic Broadcast that I like a lot too. Nice. Um, but that's been dead for quite a while. But I got into it just recently, so I have a hundred two hour episodes to plow through. Oh wow! So Jeez, you're dedicated. Music takes a back burner. Yeah, and you listen to those on the way to work and stuff. Yeah, right. at work all the fucking time. That's something I miss about the corporate job. <laughs> yeah, like you have like the that set aside time. Yeah, so it's yeah. a lot harder to find time now. Yeah, that's all right. It's okay. I understand. <laughs> There's other things going on. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But I get behind. People like you suggest things all the time. It's like, oh, our TV shows are the same. Um, like, Damn, I don't know, man. For me, it's mostly movies. <laughs> like, I never have time to watch movies. Yeah. Oh, but having a, having time for a 45-minute episode. Yeah. Three or four in a row because you're binging it. Oh, that's no problem. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you're totally right, though. Like, I binge yeah. Stranger Things in yeah, this season. Yeah, exactly. But I don't have time to watch a two-hour no. movie. <laughs> exactly. It's silly. It's, so weird. it's totally silly. <laughs> But yeah, new, new season of Black Mirror, and I haven't even checked. Yeah, it out I haven't yet. watched only first episode, so yeah. Ugh, it's just too much out there. It's too much, and so many movies I want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick, what? Play me a song. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, I've been on a thrash kick lately too. That's good. This is a British band um, that I've been listening to called Eccentrics. You might remember from back in the day. You told me what it was. Yeah, that's okay. Oh. Oh, is this a guessing game? Yeah. Oh, well, not it's a guessing not trivia, game. though, dude. It's not trivia. So, but I'm supposed to be listening with an open mind. So that you can maybe think of something that you've been listening to that's similar. Or or it's more like... Okay, um, I'm going to pick a different track. They're good, though. Okay. Okay. Eccentrics is great. Check but them out. I shouldn't know because then it might color my perception of what I'm hearing if I know who it is. Okay. I got you right here. Ready? Yep. Do I just push play on this? Just push play on it. Here it comes. It's blackened. It sounds a lot like it. It's but slow, it's not. Slow fade in. Yeah. I like the slow fade in. Maybe we can do that on a Dolman track. Yeah. We do. Everybody does slow fade, fade out. That's slow true. fade ins are rare. That's true. I'm always a sucker for the bad production where it's like the beginning of the song and the like drums are all like washed out <laughs> and the guitars are all tinny. Yeah. And there's like a bass oh, line and then, like, and then it all comes in like yeah. full force. You can tell they were just jamming right up to that point. Yeah. Maybe my volume's down a little bit. It's pretty low in the mix. There we go. It's weird. I'm a sucker for high production valued thrash. Yeah. It does need to sound good to me. Yeah. Like with this sounds like you can hear everything, dude. Yeah. I hear it. it's clear as day. Yeah, totally. And it's heavy. So yeah. heavy. And the bass, double bass, mm-hmm. double bass, just like right in the pocket. Yep, yep. I just, this is like this is why I got into metal basically. Right. Like Metallica did this or Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And now I'm 43, and it's still as effective. (laughs) 
I think when you hear the vocalist, you'll know. Oh, really? Okay. I'm a real. I'm a sucker for the chunky riffs too, man. I think we're. That's where we differ in our metal. I was into more of the the chunkier Pantera stuff. You didn't get there really. <laughs> well, but with thrash stuff, I did for sure. Is this Exodus? No, but that's him. That's it is. That's Zetro, yeah. Steve Zetro. Yeah, or whatever. He, uh, his son, dude. This is a great story. We we're talking about kids. His son. This is a son thing. Oh really? <laughs> and they, they're called Hatriot. They're called what? Hatriot. Patriot, Patriot. Oh man, <laughs> dude, but they're so good. Yeah, and obviously, whether his dad is helping him get into the studio with the production, right. and everything, yeah. it's great thrash. It's like Exodus, yeah. like yeah. New Exodus. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. And New Exodus is no more right now because Gary Holt's in Slayer. Right. So it's just kind of this is a great you know, substitute. So is this new then? Yeah, this is like two years ago. I think Exodus might be playing again now, so he's not in the band, but his okay. son is singing now. Sounds just like him. That's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. Pass the torch, dude. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Maisie will do like a Dolman project when she's older. You know? I think we already established that's yeah, not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny if your kids are doing all this weird, like, noise rock. It'd be crazy. <laughs> uh, we were just talking about... Um, I was just talking to somebody about Robert Trio's son. Oh, dude, that guy's good. Yeah. Oh, he played. He with played corn with corn or something. Yeah, yeah. he toured with corn. That's so weird. Yeah. Totally mm-hmm. weird. But you gotta use your connections. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's nepotism, yeah, and obviously it's connections. But yeah. he's a shredder too. Oh though. yeah, he's, he's good. really good. He's really good. Yeah. He's got the hair just like his dad. He's got the hair. He's got the moves. He's got the look. He does the crab. Yeah, he does the crab dead. thing. His base is like as big as he is. Yeah. He must be older now, but that was a couple years ago. I'm sure he's older now. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they stunted his growth so he could stay in have, corn. Yeah. yeah. They might have. He'd be in the band longer. If he was like cuter. 14 year old bass player or whatever <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. He's eternally 14. That'd be cool. Well, that's funny. If anybody can do it, Robert can, I bet. <laughs> he's got some of that old suicidal mojo. Oh, dude. Listen to this. That makes yeah. me so happy. That makes me like raise my fist. Yeah. Not in anger. No, no. In love. It's really love. It's like, yeah. It's like beckoning the heavens. Right. It's victorious. Yeah. yeah. It's like we won the battle. Right, right. Let's celebrate. Totally. I'm a sucker for that, bro. Yeah. And becoming more and more as I get older, even. It's like, I, production value is important. Yeah. Pretty good, huh? It is. I do. I do like this. I'm a little hesitant about the vocals, but oh, well, the riffs yeah. are great. That's his style. Yeah, that's his style. It's almost like a black metal scream. It is almost like that. Yeah. Yep. That's kind of cool. Black mm-hmm. metal scream with. Uh, I mean, the kids are all doing that. I think. Oh yeah. I think that's what deathcore basically is. Right. Moshy bits with a screamer. Yeah. Hear that? Yeah. It's shredding. It's a sound. It almost bro. sounds like Dawn. It's so good. Yeah. And then they throw in the melodies. That's that's what Dawn does all the time. Beautiful man. Are you sure this isn't Dawn? Might be. Did they hire him? It's possible. Maybe he just never told me. Yeah, he was embarrassed because the name Hatred. Yeah. 
There's one song at the end that goes, Free Pussy Riot. Really? Free, like they take political causes. Yeah. They're taking the political causes. That's cool. Yeah. I like I like political music more now than I used to. Yeah. Oh, it's interesting. That's kind of what the, the origins of thrash are based on in politics, you know? Thrash, punk, so yeah, many well, different movements. But I don't I don't feel like it, it, it migrated to metal as much. No, you no. Know? It was almost like a no-no. Like, when I was growing up, I was like, I don't want politics in my music. <laughs> yeah. But well, then I got... Nuclear Assault was doing it. Yeah, yeah but like, then I got into stuff like Nuclear Assault. Yeah, or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, some other ones that... Sure, but it wasn't the 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 the, the line of politics was fierce in right. punk. Yeah. Dead Kennedys and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't so much in metal. Metallica dabbled every so often. Oh, yeah, know. yeah. But not every song. Left no. Messiah or something. Yeah. Or uh, Disposable Heroes, that's what I meant. Yes. So good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Justice for All. Oh, yeah. One. Yeah, of course. Well, one's based on the book, but more. Yeah. I read know. that book. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Imagine that, dude, being in a, a body, hearing... Not, no, he didn't hear. All, he, he knew the time of day based on the shadows going by the windows. Like, eventually he figured out the pattern. And then he figured out what day, like how long he's been in this state. Wow. He's trapped inside himself. Anyway, that was hatred. I dig it. I dig it. I like it. I might have to check out some more of that. Okay, well, I don't want it to go to the next track here. Yeah, don't let it go to the next track. <clears throat> uh, yeah, that's cool. That's, like I said, a little hesitant with the vocals, but uh, the riffs are there. It's catchy. Mm-hmm. It's joyous. It is. Mm-hmm. It's a happy thrash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But not like Anthrax. No, they were the kings of happy thrash. Yeah. yeah. That, but Persistence of Time was dark. Dude. Yeah. I, I, okay. So just a few days ago, I had Velnius on and I played uh, One Man Stands and I said the exact same thing. Like, <laughs> oh my this God, is like my happy thrash, things. but Persistence of Time is a pretty dark yeah. record. I seem, it seems like all the bands were doing that, you know? Justice for All was pretty dark. Yes. Well, not that Master Puppets wasn't, but... But dark in a different way. Yeah. I mean, Master of Puppets is... It's obviously dark, but I don't know if I consider it like a dark record where yeah. Justice for All feels it more does. oppressive. It does. Yeah. I think all the bands were doing that at the time. Yeah. Maybe it was a competition to like one up each other. I'm dark. Or maybe maybe they all became that age where you start thinking more about like, oh, I have responsibilities. Life is shitty. I have all like this. heavy stuff. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that was what it was. Maybe. So if that puts it at 90, most of these guys are about 30 probably at that time. Or, yeah, you know, 28, yeah. 29. You know. Something like that. They start thinking about, oh, you know, life on the road isn't that great anymore. And like, right. maybe I want to have a family or this girl's telling me uh, um, I should stay home more or whatever. Right. You know, they're having troubles. Yeah. And then they're like, how do I give up this lifestyle and stay at home? And like, yep. this is all I know oh, now. Geez, and I never dude. went to school. And Yeah, exactly. And then exactly. I can't make money any other way. Nope. And so then, then you put out these crappy albums. That's what happens. Yeah. And later then, on. And then you're like, oh, well you know, let's get a different singer and release a different record. And then, <laughs> oh, it doesn't do as well as you think it might. It doesn't. And you try to be alternative and yeah, grunge because yeah. that's what's popular. You but stick then to it, it because do you so don't well. want to seem like you're just giving up on and it. And you've got no other options. Exactly. What else are you going to do? Exactly. And then, and then, hey, then the fans are like, we need Belladonna back. Right. <laughs> and then you do it and it goes great. But then again, still yeah. like. You're kind of dead inside because, hey, I'm playing I'm the Law again. Here right. I am again. Another night playing I'm the Law or, like, or yeah, whatever. Or Indians over and over. Oh. Over and over oh again, God. every night for all the cover songs. Do they play their cover songs oh, too, so much. too much? When we went and saw them a couple years ago, it was like they played like five or six covers. Don't play the covers. 
that we're done with the covers. No. Come on. I mean, Antisocial is a cover. Yeah. I don't like it anymore. I'm fine with it because they almost adopted it as their own song. Yeah, but they did. Like, they don't need to play a Pink Floyd cover. No. Like, that's... Even Cotton the Mosh. Like, come on, guys. Yeah. He must be tired of playing this, too. But he they did play be. Medusa, which was cool. That was cool. Yeah. That was a great show. Yeah, it was. It was, it was really cool. Uh, was that Metal Church? No. Was that a different church? Different. Uh, who opened? Death Angel. Death Angel. Death Angel. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Death Angel and... Another band. Another band. Enjoyed. Yeah. We got there too late, though. We missed... Didn't we even miss Death Angel? I think we saw, like, maybe a second of them or yeah, something. Exactly. I can't really remember. Um, but, yeah, that was a great show. It was the only time I'd ever seen Anthrax. So, That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was happy to finally catch them, and in such a small venue. Oh, a Hawthorne Theater, yeah. Yeah. So it's perfect for that kind of... Yeah, I saw um, Metal Church there also. That was a treat with Armored Saint. Dude, that was great. Oh, yeah. Was that... That was recently, wasn't it? Somewhat? Uh, it was about a year and a half ago now, but yeah, okay. that was a great show. It's kind of cool these bands aren't as popular as they used to be, and they're playing places like that. I also saw Anthrax open for Volbeat, which I thought was a little oh, offensive. Oh, that is a little yeah. offensive. But I heard that What's-His-Butt is in Volbeat now. He um, is. What's-His-Butt is in the, na- in, the, in the new guy in Anthrax. <laughs> the new guy? <laughs> that replaced uh, the Metal Midget. <laughs> oh, the uh, replaced Danny Spitz. Danny Spitz, yeah. Oh, so it's not he's not an OG Anthrax guy. No, this guy was it came in later in the nineties. Poser. Yeah. <laughs> he's the new guy. <laughs> yeah, he's a total new guy. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna play something. Okay. That uh, I don't know if you can really consider it thrash. All right. I'm ready. Are you though? Yep. You sure? Always. Oh. We don't have to play thrash. This is not a thrash exclusive no, show. No, it's not. We should talk uh, of many other genres. That's what I like about you, man. We uh, listen to all types of different music. That's true. <clears throat> um, of course, I can't find... No, I, I don't want to play that. Hold on. Oh, and now everything's freaking out. These are the parts that I. This is like calling a. It's calling a a company, and and you're asking for your cable bill to be paid, and and she's she's giving you the details of her computer problems as she's trying to. Yes, that happens. I'm having issues here today. Um, I'm trying to get to this screen. I don't need to know that. Yeah, I don't need to know that. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna do that to you right now, though. (laughs) I'm scrolling to the song here. Oh, I think I found the song. Oh, good. Good, good. Oh, uh, I'm so hopeful now. Yeah, I'm feeling very hopeful right now. Yeah. Although, oh, but it doesn't work. <laughs> I didn't have a particular song in mind. I just had nice. a particular album in mind, so I'm cool. going to play this song. Okay. I haven't heard this in a really long time. That's fine. We can skip if you need to. I mean, we don't have to. Is the rules to play the whole thing through? No. Oh, okay, good. So there you go. There's, there's hardly any rules. Good. I like it. Freestyle. My only rule is don't play like a 20 minute song <laughs> and expect me to go through the whole well, thing. Well, that last one I think was six. I was surprised we got through it. Oh, no, that's good. That's a good length. Okay. Well, we 35 minutes into this show, it looks like, and one one song. song. Yeah, it happens. Okay. Uh, Here we go. Is this Tad? Sorry, I don't want to do trivia. No. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's good though because I played Tad a few episodes no ago way. and I couldn't figure it out. I only had one though. 
one album of his. Which one? Uh, I don't even recall. I'd have to look at the cover to, to identify it. I don't remember the name hmm. of it. It was 93, 94. Okay. Whatever that is. I found that at a used record store. just picked it up on a whim. I'm pretty sure you know these guys. You definitely know of them if you don't, like, know them. It's got, like, an alternative group. Yeah. Nostra Magnet or something? No. I'm not guessing anymore. I really like it, though. This reminds me of the 90s. Very oh, it 90s. got heavier all of a sudden. Yeah. There's some really good distortion. That's the HM2 pedal. Might be. Oh, wait, like a tinge of southern rock or something. Yeah. <clears throat> that's cool. Southern metal, that's a whole another genre right there, you know? Yeah. Rednecks that do metal. Yeah. Uh, These guys have sound like that, but they're not really that at all. It almost sounds like newer Croatian conformity or something. But yeah. This is early 90s. Croatian conformity were great, dude. They that were Blind great. album? Oh, it's oh, really, really good, yeah. This is cool. It's groovy. I would be surprised if you didn't haven't heard this record before. They were kind of an anomaly in the metal scene because they were in the metal scene even though oh right yeah they're in the death metal scene even oh wow really yeah American yeah was there a connection to uh, Exodus or Thrash or anything not that I'm aware of okay you just we're freestyling it just popped into my mind I don't even know why I just This could take us down a path. Yeah. A southern path. <laughs> They're not southern, though. They, it does have that twang. <laughs> but I saw these guys with... Well, at, in Minneapolis at First Ave, they have like the main stage and they have a smaller stage. And it's in two different portions of the building. And the, the main stage was Neurosis and Guar. No. This is Neurosis? No. Oh, it was Sepultura and Clutch, and in the in the entry in the small stage, it was Grotus, somebody else, and this band. Oh wow! They were lumped in with death metal. They're they're on earache. Well, that's why. Yeah. They that's were. Why. Um, that's why. They're on earache. They weren't on Grind Crush or anything, but they were like on those comps. They yeah. were in the ads. I'll definitely know it then. Yep. Damn, I just can't put my finger on it. That's cool. It'd be easy to overlook though because they were really overlooked. Yeah. There were some bands that were, but obviously this is maybe alternative influenced a little yeah. bit. Yeah. There was a transition period happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. Well, it's interesting because this, I mean, it stood out, but it wasn't like what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, you know, yeah. like, enough people got into it that yeah. it was, it was kind of cool. Did you ever see him play without the festival kind of thing? No, nope, I only saw him that one time. Hmm. They did, 
this is their first record. They did one after this, maybe another one, and then one of the guys uh, went on to form the fucking champs. Hmm. Disembowelment or something. No. I'm not gonna guess anymore. Sorry. No. It's. Is this the end? Yeah. Oh, should I be ready with the song? No, no, it's fine. That's what editing's for. I love that bass tone, though. Yeah, I'm that's just... cool. Do you, do you ever play a tone of bass like that? No. I should, though. This is Fudge Tunnel. Oh. I remember them because uh, Max was really into them. Max Sepultura. from Sepultura. Yeah. And they did that point blank. Oh, that's right. Album. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. That was good. That was heavy. They just... Or no, I'm thinking of Nail Bomb. They just did a Nail Bomb tour recently. No, that was Nail Bomb. Point Black was the album title. Oh, you Whoa. did it, though. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you totally knew what I was talking about. I did. You named the appropriate band. That was amazing. Oh, well, man. They, they just did a Nail oh. nail Bomb tour. Cool. Like, What's the dude's name? Alex yeah, something. Alex, Alex Newport, I yeah, think. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Anyway, it's a great record. They do a great cover of Sunshine of Your Love. Oh, yeah. I'd it's, heard that. I yeah. remember that. It's uh, their first album called Hate Songs in E Minor. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I remember these guys. I didn't get into them. I don't know why. I like them. Yeah, that's cool. Um, you liked them at the time, too? Yeah, but, you know, it, even now, it's not like I'm like crazy about them. I just appreciate they they brought something new, new to the table, yeah. especially when they're like on Earache and yeah. like, like with those bands. And Fudge like, Tunnel's a euphemism, I think. Yeah. Something gross. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So that was out of the blue for band names, you know? Yeah. It's an unusual band name. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and they were, but they were so early 90s, like the black and white album cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hate yeah. songs in E minor. Yeah. Like everything's very, very early 90s. Dude. I don't, probably every show you play Sepultura, but it almost brought us to like talking about Sepultura. <laughs> well, we, yeah, we did for a second. Um, I've never, I don't think anybody's ever played Sepultura on here. But uh, definitely, definitely been mentioned. Oh yeah, well that was the the gateway death metal band, right? For a lot of people, it was. Yeah, for me it was. Not for you. You went from Bullet Boys to like Cannibal Corpse, or uh, you're really that's really close. Carcass. Actually, that's really close. <laughs> <laughs> you're from Bullet Boys to Carcass. Still no. blows my mind how you did that. But that's cool, man. I got into death metal just a little bit before Beneath the Remains came out, so mm-hmm. um, it was when the ads came out for that. I just assumed they were death metal. And then I well, you were right. Well, but they're not like Cannibal Corpse death metal, which I was expecting. Well, there's enough similarities, I think, to be for them both to be called death metal. I would agree for whatever reason. I mean, I don't think I would. They were there. If everybody band sounded the same, then that would be death. Cannibal Corpse death metal, but this is yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't. I wouldn't call Sepultura death metal, but I think say thrash. Then I don't know. That's the thing. I wouldn't really call them thrash either. But that's what's so great about Sepultura. Exactly. I would call a rise thrash, maybe, but they still don't really have that same vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. But they're you. You you know how much I love Sepultura. Jesus Christ, man, they're amazing. Yeah, and they were huge influences on all of us. They hit us right at the right time. So, 91 was uh, Arise, is that right? That's what this is saying here. 91 Arise? Yeah, so 89 was Beneath the Remains. <clears throat> I didn't hear Beneath the Remains right. first. I heard Arise first. Yeah. Um, and then I, as soon well, as I went back, I was like, oh, and then the schizophrenia, of course. But, damn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm... 
I love Beneath the Remains. And then when Arise came out, it I was like, this is it for me. Like my favorite Slayer record is Seasons in the Abyss. Yeah. And like Arise was there, Seasons in the Abyss. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Sounds a little bit better, you know. Yeah. yeah. So good. I mean, that's basically thrash. Demolition Hammer. Do you remember Demolition Hammer? Yep. They were a band like this. It was hard to define. Right yep. on the border of thrash and death. Yep. I think what separates it was, it was always, how do you describe death metal? It's always, oh, the growls. Yeah, that was like the unifying factor. Yeah, so I think they must have had that, right? Which is who? Max. Early Max. Oh, yeah. So, well, it, it's kind of a scream, I guess. But. And if you listen to like early, early Sepultura, Sepultura, like Morbid Visions, it is like, it's it's not a growl, but it's very like reverbed out, yeah, screaming. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. So much reverb. Oh, you know what they did really well? And as an influence on Dolvin, in fact, was the uh, the acoustic interludes. Oh, yeah. They have, they have a Dude. lot of them. <laughs> They're so good. So good. Andreas, right? Oh, man. He, he played yeah. most of those, yeah, I, I think. think so. Yeah. Oh, oh, we should we should have a whole show about acoustic interludes in metal. That's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. Morbid I've, Angel did it. I've, oh, so yeah. many bands did it. So uh, the, the, the Vilnius episode, we just talked about this, too. Oh, yeah. We talked about, <laughs> I think it was Vilnius episode. Yeah. Um, I can't remember how we got on it, but we were talking about Morbid Angel interludes I think oh my god they're so good so good yeah and uh oh Eric Rutan wrote some of those who's in uh, yeah you know yep uh Hate from Eternal Hate Eternal yeah yep and and we saw I saw open for Deicide at Tonic Lounge like two years ago it was oh, it was right. awesome but yeah. Deicide was really sad yeah I never got to see Deicide and I don't think I would go now not now it's too late it's oh too I late. saw him dude on Legion Tour Ooh. Oh, was, I felt dude. so I felt so evil. Did you? That's that's what I want to experience. <laughs> oh, that like, that first album was pure evil. When 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 Legion came out, I was at lunch in high school, and I was telling this guy who's sitting next to me, like he was like this total like jock Christian dude, and he's like, "What are you gonna do tonight?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to buy this this record. It's the new record of, of Deicide." And he's yeah. like. Do you know what deicide means? I'm like, yeah, I do. And he's like, you really shouldn't buy that. I mean, you're really <laughs> you're like, tempting you, fate here, yeah, buddy. Like, you don't know what you're messing with. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. And I'm like, yeah, you, forces. You might be right, but man. Well, by that, at that, this is interesting because at that point we had listened to. I had listened to Slayer. I'm assuming you did. Yeah. We had gotten past that. There was a moment of like, oh, this mm-hmm. is this is not what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. I was 13 or 14 or whatever. But yeah. I remember that moment, and I just decided to to pass the threshold. Me too. And then once you do that, it's nothing. No holds barred. Yeah, yeah. Deicide's nothing. All no, these bands are nothing. Burzum and all this stuff is just like... I definitely <laughs> had that moment, like, long before Deicide. Um, but it's it's really exciting, too. Yeah. Oh, and I'm, I, don't, I don't know if kids would have that same process now. Because they're exposed to so many different things. Yeah, I don't. I don't what's know. What's taboo anymore? And what's what's some? I mean, I can see kids like, aren't raised religious much anymore. Yeah, not and, in Portland at least. But. Yeah, not in Portland, I guess. But well, but they are. But well, but, I don't know. I, I don't. I'm not sure it happens with religion as much. I mean, like yeah. I can see sexual taboos like yeah. being a thing. Like oh shit, like that's yeah. crazy. But yeah. like, I I don't know. I just yeah. I don't know if it's it would be that same process. I think you're right, but I, I had a, t- a tinge. I remember having a tinge of that. Listen to that DSL. No, yeah, 
Oh, especially the Jonestown sample and stuff like yeah. that. It's like, whoa, dude, yeah. these guys are and nuts. The voices and the vocals. And, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so crazy. And the riffs, they're just like... They're so good. The production. So Everything good. was just perfect. Yeah. For me, I felt I definitely felt that way about the first record, but in yeah. the second record, I felt like this is a step beyond. Nice, like it starts nice. with, the, with the goat oh, samples. Oh, the goats, and, yeah. And then... <laughs> oh, oh, and the bass tone sounds like a frog almost. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So good. Oh, fixation. Yeah, there's so many. Uh, there's so many great songs in both those albums. And then from then on, classics. Like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> after that, I I just could not. Yeah. Couldn't get into well, it. Well, the anymore. next one was uh, Once Upon the Cross. I think and there was a couple good tracks on that. Once yeah, Upon the Cross. It's okay, but but then they it were downhill. It just didn't feel the he same. He was like Gigi almost in the way. Like he's yeah. like, himself. He killed himself at age 33, but he never did. And then 33 came and went. Yeah, and as a kid, mortgage. He's like, I gotta keep going here. Yeah, now he's mowing the lawn. <laughs> and I know that we've talked about this in person, and I know you've talked about the Aesop, but just those 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 legends of death metal, yeah. the Floridian guys. Oh yeah, they're all rednecks. They're all rednecks. They're all trashy people. Yeah, it's crazy. It's so funny. <laughs> um, when Agalock played Scion Fest with Morwood Angel and Obituary. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You saw Obituary. Yeah. I mean, you played with Obituary. Yeah. And it was like, I mean, I had chills the entire time of which we were playing because they're the fucking, oh, the, the most amazing band oh, ever. Dude. Even even today, Chopped they still kill it. They oh, still dude, live, they're amazing. Yeah. To this day. To this day, yeah. they're amazing. Oh, yeah. John Tardy is still John oh, yeah. Tardy. Oh, yeah. Dude, they're all, they're all, they're all like, oh, so good. But yeah. yeah, I mean, they were like all in like camo shorts and yeah, bass, man. It's amazing. Fucking crazy. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I remember when I first heard that, I was like, Wait, what is this? Yeah. I never imagined it would be a bass. And then I was like, that's a it's a bass. It's a bass. Well, you don't hear bass solos. No, and especially not like that. Talk did it. It's so good. Ugh. Paused. Yeah. Your turn. Alright. Yeah, Sepultura is always Oh, but seeing uh oh, you didn't finish your story about obituary. Oh, but it's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, they were they're not the gods that we we put in our minds. They are in one way, in another yeah. way they're not. Yeah, exactly. I'd they're already people like I, us. So. Yeah, I'd lost a little bit of that charm already because they yeah, have exactly. like a song called Redneck Stomp. Yeah, and like, exactly. okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they were they were beautiful people. They were really nice and humble, course, and we yeah. talked and whatever, and we got a picture with them. But you know, they show up in camo shorts, yeah, and baseball hats. And that's what. And they, but that is what they were wearing at the time too. Almost, it is, you know? but like their promo photos were like them hung from a bridge. Yeah, that's right. And Trevor Perez looked dead <laughs> oh, all he did. the time. He looked dead. He, he like, died, sunk. right? No, no. Oh, um, Frank oh, Watkins. Frank Watkins died. That's right. Yeah. Oh yeah, Trevor Price is still there. Yeah, yeah. Man. It sucks. Stuff starts happening to us. Huh? Yeah, so old school guys start dying. It's so crazy. But yeah, obituary is like oh, one of the best. Oh my god, cause of death was like cause of death. Blessed are the sick and arise were. They changed my life. Yeah, and so. blessed are the sick was another one of those records. When that came out, I got it, and I was like, "This is." It was out of this world. Yeah. It was like an alien wrote it. Yeah, even the <laughs> thanks list made me scared. <laughs> Because it was like, <laughs> you, you, he was like, he was in the occult, he was into the occult, yeah. right? Trey was, yeah, yeah. And it was talking about like, uh, something about the seas of Absu and Hail V <laughs> yeah, and all this. Exactly. And he was like, what the, the thanks list. But then he thanks like <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> he loved video games. Yeah. Wasn't that the weird thing when you discover that? Like, this guy seems really playful, but he also seems really evil. Like, what's yeah. What's happening here? <laughs> so weird. It was like, in the same sentence, it was like yeah. Aleister Crowley and Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. It's so weird. 
And I think Trey is just like a, kind of like a kid. He's just a big kid. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He, he just sits in his room, plays video games, uh-huh. and jams yeah. on a guitar. That's I, all he does. I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. And somehow they got him out. Like, I think it was probably the other members were like, mm-hmm. dude, you need to get out of the room. We need to write some music. Let's do this. Yeah. So. <laughs> I really, I really don't know. I don't know much Me about either. that guy. But the one time I met him, he was very nice. And Seems like super introverted and shy. Super introverted, yeah. super shy, yeah. awkward. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very nice guy. What a guy. Dude, he wrote some of the best riffs ever. He was Ugh. like Eddie Van Halen, death metal. Yeah, seriously. Oh, what a guy. Okay, so <laughs> I'm going to read a letter from a listener. Oh, awesome. The first time I've ever done this. Do you actually get it in the mail? No, it's oh, email. Oh, email. Okay. It is 2019. <laughs> I miss getting mail. I know. I don't get mail. Only thing mail I, I get, get Amazon uh, and bills. I get Amazon every now and then, and I'll get a package, well, like a yeah. record or something yeah, from somebody cool. else. Well, that's but cool. Not yeah. very much. You have a lot more friends. Yeah, it's true. Um, okay, so I've never done this before. This is kind of weird. Uh, this guy is complimenting Karada. Mm. <laughs> Skip that part. You're not even reading this, the letter, bro. Well, because he's just talking about Karata. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, you guys are great. Yeah. Really progressive. Okay. Uh, the podcast, it's great. The concept, the guests, and for me, I've developed a newfound interest in experimental music. Mm. I love the metal side of things, but hearing Nostalgist really turned my ear. Nice. That's an awesome record. The it recent is. one with Jory was great as well. Thank you to you and your guests for allowing this seasoned metalhead to open his mind more. I can't offer any thoughts on songs to play, but Sea of Tranquility by Meat Hook Seed. Oh, damn. Yeah. That was a Napalm Death offshoot. Yeah. And then wow. he says Napalm Death obituary side project from of back course, in the day. Of course, bro. Yeah. Don't even need to yeah. say that. Come on, He's man. questioning our life. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't need to explain that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Meat Hook Seed would have sat nicely in the stuff you and Ron were playing. Yeah. I agree. Oh, cool. Yeah. I good, didn't listen to that one. But. Good call. Damn. Uh, so basically, nice one, Jason. Yeah. For making my journeys to work more bearable and, and, and for introducing me to many, many cool bands. Keep up the good work. We love it. And that's uh, Robbie McGuire from the UK. Wow, thanks, Robbie. Yeah, that was Home very of Lawnmower Death, dude. Home of Lawnmower <laughs> fucking Death. <laughs> Another odd band that got looped into Death Seriously, Metal. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very what odd. a weird earache. And they were OG earache. They were... Yeah. Oh, yeah, long time. Little known fact. Okay. First... I almost totally said the wrong thing. <laughs> Little known fact, first Dan Swano cover. No, first Dan Seagrave oh, cover. Oh, God. I was like, what? <laughs> my man? What are you saying about my man? <laughs> Dan Swano painted that cover. Oh, my God. He is talented. He's I would talented. see that. Yeah. yeah, I would see that. No, that was cool. Thanks for writing in. Um, if anybody wants to write in, you can do it through the Facebook page, or you can email hate.pod at gmail.com. That's awesome. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, so continuing on that little path, I have a listener request that I'm going to play next. That's the Meat Hook Seed. No, no. That was just that was just him saying like, hey, Meat, meat Hook Seed would work. Or, do, or should I play it? Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. I haven't heard that since that came out. All right, let's play it. I like that album. That's but a great idea. But it's been a long time. I've totally forgot about it. Thanks, Robbie. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm going to do it. Yeah, um, we got to please this guy. Yeah, Plus, we, we love British people, dude. We do. Most of them. We Most really do. Um, what was the name of the song that he sang? Uh, sea of Tranquility? That's it. Yeah. Yeah, let's play this, man. It's been a long time. 
Okay. It's probably not going to sound like Sea of Tranquility at all. You know, no. it's going to be like a sea of hate. Sea of chaos, maybe. Yeah, so obituary napalm death side project. Oh, yeah, I remember this now. Remember Exit 13 was kind of oh, yeah. weird like this, too. What was up with that time period? Industrial music was getting yeah. popular. Yeah. Nine Inch Nails. It was before Nine Inch Nails. No, it was about the same time, I guess. <clears throat> Were you a fan of Industrial at that time? Not really. Yeah, I mean, I mean some ministry. Here and there, yeah. yeah. This is a 13-minute song. Yeah, we don't play the whole thing, but it's cool. So this is quiz time. Quiz time. Who is in this band? Uh, yeah, I know that. Um, I didn't know anybody from Obituary was in it, but uh, Mitch Harris from Napalm. I'm You're looking at, it up, bro. Yeah, I'm quizzing you. I'm... <laughs> I'm looking on... You have the Oracle in front of you. I don't have nothing. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll try to remember this. Yeah, try to remember. All right, well, Mitch Harris, for sure. Not Steve Harris, but Mitch Harris. Right. Um, am I right about that so far? Mitch Harris, yes. Okay. I didn't think anybody was from obituaries in this. You are correct. According to Encyclopedia Metallum, there are no obituary members in yeah. this band. So come on, Robbie. Get your shit together. Um, so who else? Um... Shane Embry? Yes. Yep. Uh, I think that's it. That that's I remember. It. Okay. It also uh, has Ian Tracy from Benediction. Oh, cool. Nice. And then a guy named Christophe Lamoray. Nice. Cool. From Nothing. Nothing? That's your band. Yeah, that was me. Um, yeah, I see nothing about Obituary in here. That's okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. The tour lineup was supposed to be Machine Head, Napalm, Death, and Obituary. Oh, wait. No, no, that's... I saw that tour. Oh, okay. That was a tour. Yeah. Meat Hook Seed had only ever played live twice in their history. One of their performances with The Masquerade in Atlanta. The tour lineup was supposed to be Machine Head, Napalm, and Obituary. Yep. But Machine Head had to cancel at the last minute to do a festival overseas. Okay. They They were hot, dude. Because of Burn My Eyes. They yeah. were hot. Yeah. They got lumped into death metal, too. They did. <laughs> For a little while. Yeah. Oh, so they played live instead of Meat Hook Seed played then? instead of Meat Hook Seed played instead of Machine, Machine Head. Head. Nice. I'm sure the fans love that. Yeah, they're like, whoa. <laughs> I mean, this is basically like Machine Head. <laughs> I don't know, dude. That's interesting. I am a kind of a fan of that album, the first album. I shouldn't say that on recording, maybe. But we talked about this on the Vilnius podcast, oh, God. too. What's happening? I don't know. It's well, we weird. have to talk about polka music or something so we can stray away. From I know, from the, those Vilnius guys. Yeah, this is interesting. It's yeah. been a long time since I've heard it. Me, too. I remember thinking how bizarre it was. Yeah, it is bizarre. Yeah, thanks, Robbie. It's nice to stroll down memory lane a little bit. Thank you, Robbie. So, uh, Seagrave did the first Lummer Duff? Or, oh, he did O'Crikey? That was his first, no. uh, like, earache or whatever That's album cover. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, Doesn't O'Crikey. Look like any of his older stuff. No. I mean, his, you know. Well, not like his, stuff. like, popular, yeah. like, big famous stuff. Yeah. yeah funny, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Crazy. Oh, man, he did so, so many. So, so many. many. He still does them from time to time. Oh, I got one. 
I got one. Okay. Here. Should I turn this off? Well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And then I can uh, cue this up in a... Cue that up. Oh, yeah. This was a huge influence on Dolvin. Yeah. This is like, okay, I got a great band that's all like this. <laughs> Don't tell me I haven't placed it yet. Beautiful. time placing it. Don't tell me though. I won't tell you. I found this at a a record store called Moby Disc. That sounds familiar. In Southern California. Um, Just browsing and I saw it and it looked like a scary kind of album cover. Upside down crosses in it. Yeah. Beautiful though. Silver. Beautiful album cover. And it's like, oh, I gotta get this. It was used. I can't believe I found it. But it's a gem, dude. And they've never been able to quite match this, you know, but... Oh, wait, I almost said the wrong thing. It's got that tone, though, the Swedish tone. Yep. These guys are super melodic, dude. This album melodic. I know this album like crazy. I just can't place what it is. And they do these crazy cool bre- breakdowns. Okay, there's come one coming up. Yeah. And they do a lot of, uh, uh, uh what's, is it a, what's the simple ride symbol? Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Oh, obituary were kings of that, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slow, slow double bass. Slow your ride. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Why can't I place this? Probably because I'm a poser. That, uh, we both read that uh, Swedish death metal book. Yes. That was great. Yeah. I didn't know a lot about the earlier, earlier days, you know. Um, yeah. Oh, man, this is driving me crazy. Oh, these guys were like 17 or something, too. They were really young when this came out. Super young. I almost said Unleashed. It's Unleashed. Okay, good. Very good. Into Glory Ride. That's second. Uh, is that a song? I think so. I think yeah, it's, this is. A, I think it's this, this song. This is uh, "Where No Life Dwells." Okay. The album and the song. This song called "Dead Forever." Okay. Look at that cover, though. It's beautiful. I know. It's so great. Yeah. It's the only record that I really like. Yeah. Shadows from the Deep. Yeah. It's okay, but I know, man. They faded. They couldn't live up to it. No. Yeah, "Into Glory Ride." It's one of their songs. 1991. Yeah. This record's great. And you're right, I love the silver. It's like the silver and the gray, yeah. and the logo is great. Yeah, I think yeah. they, uh, the logo is great. These are just kids creating the band logos, yeah. you know? I know. But they had to have some, as an adult, I, I, I'm more, you know, I see what markers do to create uh, an emotional response. Markers? Marketers. Oh, you know, like professional yeah. Oh, yeah. marketing. Yeah. And creating a logo and how hard that is. They just were scribbling it and they did it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> it's really cool. 
so good. But same with the music. It keeps going. You know, it, it, it's like these kids that had yep. a passion and, and a desire, and the yep. next thing you know, it's left-hand path. I know. Well, thanks to the Swedish government, too. Yeah, seriously. They were helping them out. Yeah. They gave them jam space. They gave them money for instruments. Sweden and Norway. Thank you. Does a lot of that stuff. And I think that helped a lot that they were, uh, there were young kids that were also into producing. Yes. That kind of rose with them. With uh-huh. Like they could go to a studio with another young kid. For us, it seemed like such a, such a, something that was impossible to oh, go yeah. into a studio. Oh my God. With I, an yeah. older guy that was like yeah. ready for you to do the track. I was like, yeah. no way I'm not doing that. But these guys were like hanging out with other people that were recording. Yeah. That's amazing. It is amazing. When I was growing up in Bozeman and uh, doing my first band VBG, we were like, we wanted to record a demo, yeah, obviously, of course, yeah. but we didn't have any money. Yeah. What do you do? And there's like one studio in <laughs> of Bozeman. Of course. Yeah. And they're we're, used to doing like bird samples or something. Yeah. And they did, they did like some local like bluegrass bands yeah, and stuff, yeah, exactly, you know? yeah. and it was like, um, there was maybe like one or two bands in Bozeman that were like alternative, like right before alternative hit. Yep. And yeah. like they were big and popular and like everybody in the town knew who they were and they <laughs> were like super cool and they yeah, were all like 18, like way older than me. <laughs> yeah. And they all record at the studio. And so I toured the studio once and I knew nothing about recording and it, but it was this gorgeous, oh, like wow. high end studio nice. control rooms and like all this stuff, but it costs like tons of money. And my dad is like, you know, well, you know, maybe we can do this. Maybe we can do that. Like just trying to figure it out. There's just no way I could record one track. Like how much would it cost? Yeah. Yeah. And then it just, you know, couldn't make it happen. So then we ended up recording with just like punk kids that had small little setups Yeah, and it shows, you know, it shows. Yeah. But, uh, so you guys would have been like Metallica, dude. Oh, that's the only reason really. I mean, I mean, those guys are talented as talented as you. Oh yeah. But they had luck. It they was all management luck. studios. That's the reason I'm not fucking <laughs> Lars right now. <laughs> Collecting art and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you Playing do. drums. Yeah. <laughs> well, even uh, with Sculptured, right? Finding, like, John Chick was just like a random dude that was just a, a producer, wasn't he? Or like a John studio. Schlegel. John Sch- no, no, no. Oh, John, Ch- not John Chick. What's, what's his first name? Ron Chick. Oh my God, my mind is just like exploding now. <laughs> yes, Ron Chick. Yeah, it's just like, oh, yeah. this guy has a studio. Let's go yeah. record there. It wasn't like yeah. choosing, you know, no, deliberately so. or something. Um, Don knew him before I did, but yeah, uh, Necropolis recorded there. Oh, and I think okay. it was just because I'm in Vancouver, Washington. Exactly, like, yeah. where else are you yeah, going to yeah. go? Yeah, exactly. It's crazy, it was right? just lucky that Ron was a hair metal dude and kind of knew what yeah, to do with guitars exactly. and stuff. Yeah. I think a lot of the, I mean, you, the the producer needs to know something about the type of music yeah. most of the time. Yeah. But then magic does happen too. Magic does happen. Like uh, Python, Grieg Holland, Norway, like he didn't know about a lot of that metal oh. stuff and he, he just, he knows how to bring that shit yeah. out. Oh, that's cool. Bands, yeah, know? that's cool. And Scott Burns, you know. Yeah, he, well, that's true. He wasn't a metal no. guy. Dude. Oh my God. Right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. So, it, it, what was his background before? I don't know. I don't found really him first, know. Chuck, I think, or somebody. But yeah, I'm not really sure. Yeah, I don't know either. But it's I interesting think, though. I think Chuck found him first. Yeah. I, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna move it on uh, to this is from one of my very very favorite records. That's totally Phil Collins on drums. It sounds like Phil Collins. It does. 
Oh, I know what this is, bro. Yeah, you do. Yep. Oh, I definitely know what this is. We're talking 90s again. Yep. Wow. Oh, I definitely know what this is. It's the only album from these guys I really like. Huh. Have you placed it? No, not yet. I haven't heard it since then. I know that. This isn't something that's on my radar. I got a reissue of it a couple nice. years ago. On vinyl? Yep. Nice. I love that groove. Yeah. It's so tight and compressed and just... So tight. Yeah. So tight. Loving that groove. Oh, dude. <laughs> it's the lyrics. I, I, I know this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to guess, though. This is fun to listen to. It's not prong, is it? It is. Nice. Yeah. Beg to Differ. First record. Of course. I haven't listened to Beg to Differ. You know the one I like the most? It's only half good, though. First six songs are amazing. It's Cleansing. Cleansing. That's the one with the eye on it? Yeah. Yeah. Snap your finger, snap your neck. Right. We could I, do a whole hour on prom. Yeah, I just I just can't get over this record still. Like this is great. This yeah. is 1990. Yeah, I've been listening to this record for over 20 years. Yeah, and it's still it's the riffs. It's like well, there was they had another album after this that so was good. This is just I just can't get past this one. Yeah, this okay. is the the only one I really get into. The one uh, after this is Prove You Wrong. Prove You Wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah, Prove Your Own's great, too. Um, Tommy Victor, yeah, saw him recently. Uh, with Playing who? guitar for Danzig. Oh, I he guess I knew for that. Danzig yeah, now. weird. It's crazy. He's John Christ. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense, I guess. Okay. But he's got his own thing going on, yeah. Yeah. I saw them, uh, uh, Pantera, Sepultura, Prong. Damn. At the, uh, at the fair, at the, uh. At, at Portland Meadows at the horse oh, track. Oh yeah, wow, weird. I Wait. saw one other show there too, Neil Young, I think, or something. But with Prong? <laughs> no, backup band Prong. Hey, did you ever go to a show out there? There's only big shows. I've never seen it out there and stuff. Never seen it out there. Okay, I'm gonna play you a song that you introduced me to. It's on YouTube, so that hopefully there's no ad here. So, no. You introduced me to this. I did. And. Yeah, you you were you kind of had you were distributing albums for people. Like you yeah. had, I remember your room. You had like sometimes forty copies of a band you weren't even part of. Yeah, a long and time you were ago. Just like yeah. selling them. Um, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, this was one of them I bought from. Really, so good. Like every song of this album is really emotional. 
beautiful. Listen to that snare sound. I know, I was just thinking about that. <laughs> that was popular at the time. Is this As I Lay Dying? You're really close. That's that's, no, that's a the new, new metal band. <laughs> okay, so yeah. That's what I meant. It's um don't tell me. It's oh. uh you have it's it. It's really close to yeah, that though. Yeah, you have it. As I lay dying. Wasn't the guy that like tried to kill his wife or something? Oh that's right. Yeah, yeah he did do something crazy, like that. Right? He tried to have a hitman kill his wife. Right. <laughs> I think he's out he's out of jail. This is uh as I something. You're close, man. You got it. Should I just tell you? Just tell me. And here I lie. That's it. And here I lie. Yeah. It was just a CD. I remember, like, I don't know why I remember this so well. It was just a CD without a booklet in it and it had a sticker on the outside. There was no information about it or anything. Oh, weird. I still have it. Huh. And the back, you, there's information about, like, who to mail or whatever. Yeah. It was kind of on the very end of the tape trading days. Right. right. 90s sometime. Oh, yeah. 97. It was like, you yeah. were living at Don's. Okay. When I got this. Yeah. And I've recently Facebooked him, and I noticed you were friends on there with him. Christopher really? Dalson. That's him? Yeah. I never made the connection. Yeah, okay. That's, that's cool. He, maybe you came across him in a different capacity. Like, after you forgot that he was in maybe, a band. Maybe. So that's weird. That happened to me on Saturday. I had these, you know, I booked these bands at Azoth, and the, yeah. the headliner was like, oh, we've met before. Like, I've interviewed Agalock before. And I'm oh, like, oh, oh, I don't. Oh, that's sorry. Cool. Oh, that's like, cool. That's cool, but I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. Uh, I remember um, I was into a local band named Floater at the time. This is very similar to these guys. Okay. They have this. Every song's about heartbreak, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Emotional. Yeah. Emo. It's emo. It's like emo metal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which which leads to a lot of doom, also. Yes. Solitude Eternus. Yeah. Um, we talked about Solitude Eternus on the Vilnius podcast. No. We did. Yeah. That's a weird, that's a weird, <laughs> really? How did that come up? Petrus played some Candle Mass. Oh, wow. And Robert, uh, Robert, uh, Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe played in, yep. Robert Lowe played in uh, Candle Mass. Yeah. Not anymore, I don't think. But. No. Yeah, and that I, stuff in Candle Mass that he did, it wasn't that great. Yeah. So that's too bad. Because he's an amazing vocalist. He is. He's amazing. Oh, my God. I saw them open for uh, Merciful Fate, 1995. Oh, really? Roseland. I never saw them. Like Twenty people there. I saw Merciful Fate with Cathedral. Oh wow, that's awesome. So you saw Lee Dorian live. Yes, I, I talked to him for a long time too, and he, oh, he dedicated two Cathedral songs to oh, me. You sure you've told me that? Oh yeah, I, I had to have at one point. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow! It was like night. It was the Ethereal Mirror tour. Oh jeez, nice. <clears throat> it was oh, fucking dude. great. Can, can I request something off that EP that they put out that I haven't listened to in forever? That was between... Y- oh, yeah. The Voyage of the Homeless Sapien. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's so okay. good. It's okay. Yeah, put it on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? That's two in a row for me, though. No, that's, that's fine. Okay, bye-bye, YouTube. This is going to quit abruptly. Um, so that was And Here I Lie. I, I just wanted to thank you for exp- uh, exposing me to that. Yeah, I haven't heard that probably since it's not the 90s. On, it's not on... Uh, you know, can't find it anywhere, but... But... Uh, and I don't know if that guy's playing music anymore. I'm Facebook friends with him, so I don't, yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't mean anything these days. Not really. 
So I wonder if it's under EP. Dude, they put out a lot of albums. It's not on here, man. Really? Carnival Bazaar was after. Yeah. It was between Ethereal Mirror and Carnival Bazaar. Did you check YouTube? No. I'm going to do it right now. Yeah. Are you look? Is that the song you're looking for? The Voyage of the Homo Sapien? Just, uh, I'd have to look at the, the lineup of the of songs to remember. I can't remember. Um, Cosmic Requiem is the yeah. name of the EP. Is that what it's called? Yep, that's what this says. Yep, that's it. Okay. Cosmic Requiem. Play any of those songs on there. It's a great, great fucking... What's the best EP that's ever been put out? That's a good one, man. Um, I really like Entombs Crawl a lot. Nice. Or Tools of the Trade. Nice. Yeah. What's uh, up with the EPs? Most of them are just one new song and a bunch of covers, but some people sometimes there there's some gems, you know. Where it's not covers. Yeah, this is great. These guys yeah. are so weird. Yeah. You think he's just smoked a lot of pot and did acid and stuff? I don't know. Lee Dorian's on his own trip, man. Yes, yeah, is amazing. He had his own he has his own Yeah. He's an individual. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny to watch like those early napalm videos with him and then like think like, oh, he's doing cathedral. Yeah, and exactly how different it is. Yeah. yeah. And he has that record label too, which rise rise above. Rise above. Yeah. Amazing, dude. Yep. That's what. Oh, no. Never mind. Warning wasn't on that. Warning is on his brother. Okay. Yeah. Something else. Yeah. Yeah. All these British dudes. I know. Yeah, I just remember hearing, like, the seagulls and stuff. Like, oh, these guys are so weird. Yeah. Well, this, well, I'd heard, obviously, I'd heard before this. But. Ethereal Mira, though, was, like, such a weird, like, left turn for them, too. Yeah, so when they gained popularity with the first, whatever it was called. Well, Force of Equilibrium, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, he almost sounds like Ozzy here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. And on this one, he really, really refined the whole, like, weird scatting <laughs> yeah, exactly. thing that he does. That's what I liked about oh, it. Yeah. 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 All the, uh, the little tidbits he puts yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. But the riffs are so oh, good. Oh, so good. Cathedral like did everything I love about Doom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Melodies, mm -hmm. heavy production. Yeah. Production so good. Although I really kind of lost track of them after this. Yeah, wasn't really my thing anymore. Uh, what was that? What was that after Ethereal Mirror? Oh no, Carnival Bazaar. Sorry, that's when they started that the Hopkins song and stuff. Yeah, just yeah, lost me. That's why I like him though, because he's just trying new things all the time. 
He's got that newer project too. Um, what's it called? Something Dead. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought that was gonna be Day of the Dawn, Day of the Dead, and something like that. I can't remember, but that was. I don't think good. I don't think I ever heard it. Yeah, I listened to it, but I didn't. I don't remember liking it. So. Such a weirdo. Eric was really uh, eclectic, you know, within heavy music, there was a huge range of bands. Oh yeah. So cool. It takes a lot of work to run a record label, you know about that. It does, yeah. That's just so cool. Love it. We could have a whole Doom episode. Oh yeah, easy. But maybe we'd have to talk really slow. <laughs> yeah. Just talk like this. Oh, and then speed it up? And oh, then yeah. it'll be the thrash episode. I like it. That's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> we could do an episode of all all like all music sped up or slowed down. Kind of like the Ride the Lightning thing. Yeah, oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, like the Beatles at like whatever speed, 33 RPM. Yeah. So doomy. Yeah. So doomy. That'd be cool. <laughs> I don't know if this is public knowledge, but that idea you had with Red Bar Shadow, man, that was genius. Yeah, well, it's it's still out there, sort of. You should put that out. Kind of. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> 22 minute version of Red Barchetta. <laughs> if your idea is to uh, you know, poke people and antagonize them a little bit, that's a good way to do it. <laughs> I love how he layers his vocals too. Yeah. Yep. He's got like three or four different inflections like yeah. he uses different sounds yeah but it's not just um effects and this yeah yeah and then I think right after this it gets like super yeah. groovy yeah it does yeah it starts the groove Is that a goat? Like, I don't know, or a baby? That? Yeah. <laughs> He's just on a plane of his own existence. Yeah. Oh, ho, 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 ho. There you go. Listen to that riff, dude. Yep. Don't. Doing the twiddles. Yeah. Jeez, man. That's amazing. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> so weird. 
Nobody told him, hey, Lee, you're out of tune a little bit there. He didn't care. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, the riffs. Yeah. And the guitar tone is so killer. It's great. Yeah. It's really great. schizophrenic <laughs> yeah it is they don't ever return to a riff no it's <laughs> great yeah it's just riff after riff yeah there's no like song structure I know he has a really good weird scat thing on this yeah, no, record somewhere it's be hard to find I wish yeah. we could find it easy it's like a boom chicken wow yeah, chicken, yeah wow, exactly wow, yeah, wow, yeah, or something. Yeah. Yeah. and he's got these funny phrases that he says yeah supernova that's right Stuff like that you <laughs> this might be one That was pretty good. Oh, they returned to that riff. Yep. It's almost the kind of shit Mike Muir does. Suicide on the Oh, you're, you're right. Yeah. I never heard that before. Neither did I. I love that. Isn't that cool? Skip forward a bit, see what we hear. Okay. I think originally, like, I was so into Yes around this period uh -huh. that I was like, any band that puts out 22 minute songs is a fan. I'm a fan of Oh, yeah. And uh, Exit 13 did one too. Oh, yeah. No way, so. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's cool. Oh, yeah. 
so British. Alright, skip it again. Oh, that's so weird. Guy's so British genius. too. Guy's genius. Yeah, that's very British. Yeah, at one point he just goes, "Electric Supernova." Yeah, something like that. And he probably gets a tambourine now. Like he's yeah. Just like, oh yeah, when I saw him with Merciful Fate, he had a tambourine. Obviously, like the record label set that up for, as far as that mashup, King Diamond and yeah, <laughs> King Diamond was probably like, "What the hell I know. is this?" What the hell? <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh my god! I remember that riff too. Yeah. I'm curious, I'd have to, I'm gonna go back and listen to this later and just see if there is any structure. It doesn't seem like there is. Maybe yeah. at the end they bring it all back home? Maybe. Maybe. It's, it's like a mixture of Pink Floyd and Black Sabbath. It yeah. really is. You yeah. say that joke sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> but it really is. Early Pink Floyd, like. Yeah, it's a bear there. Shake them, shake them. Melons get out, melons get out, melons get out. So British. Your boobies. This is how it ends. This is the very end. This is the end? Oh, man. He didn't bring it on home. No. Food and mushrooms. God. Pink Floyd did a lot of this stuff too. Just like recording home sounds. Yeah. You've done some of this too. Oh yeah. I think everybody's done it a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, that was That's amazing. Cosmic Re Cosmic Requiem. Cosmic yeah. Requiem. Yeah. By Cathedral. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's crazy stuff. It almost brings up brings together all interests, all my interests. Maybe some yeah. years too. Well there's know? like a lot of like sixties in there, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Doom psychedelic and, and the psychedelic and yeah. All over the it's place, man. The Sabbath and the yeah. Floyd and Yeah, I love that. I love that. All mixed together. Yep. Um I think we have time for one more each. What okay. do you say? Go for it. You first or me first? Uh you I'm go gonna, first. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Um Wow, man. Let me just kind of look at what I've been listening to lately here. Beyond the Thrash. Um, oh, so Marty and I went and... I don't know. No, I'm not going to play uh, Michael Schenker, but we went and saw him. Mm -hmm. and, and I didn't really know a lot of his tunes. You know, I knew that he was in Scorps, obviously. And, right. Uh, UFO. But... Um, since then, like his 80s glam rock stuff, it's really good. Been listening to that a lot. Let's just, let's, let's like kind of make a shift here. Do you know? it. Something kind of bizarre. That way. Oh, dude. Okay, here we go. I found this band uh, through Russ, actually. And it's metal or, you know, stoner metal or something, but. Um, they are basically like. What's the AOR sound for? Uh, Adult-oriented rock? I believe so. They're adult-oriented yeah. rock. Okay. But with a metal tinge. All right. Okay. Ready for this? I'm ready. This is a band called Lopan. I'm already telling you this. I know that name from somewhere. But 
this song. Something about it reminds me of like Helmet or something too. But these, the vocals are so melodic. Love these guys, man. Who got you into this? Russ. Okay. Our mutual friend. I know Russ. Yeah. Been a guest. He's been a guest in your pod. That's true. He has, right? Yeah. Yep. Those little vocals, like, they cut through the mix really well. His tone or something. It's yeah. Perfect. This is almost bringing my love of, like, uh, Caius and oh, uh, yeah, Air totally. Supply together. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah, Air Supply and Caius. <laughs> love it. Yeah, I dig this. It's catchy. So every song on here is like... They're just these big dudes from Ohio. Really? Overweight big dudes from Ohio. Older guys, too. There was a time in my life where, like, I, I needed to be um, technical. My music needed to be technical. Yeah. Uh huh. I think I'm, I'm 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 trying to savor the simple things in life or something yep. now, and I, I don't have that desire anymore. Yeah. It almost was a game of showing off in some ways. It, it can know. definitely be that way. And it, it took away from the song. That's why Death was so good. Because they could do both. They could. You could write the mm-hmm. song, and you could be technical. Yep. And Cannibal Corpse does it occasionally. Yes. But other than that, man, a lot of it's just showing up. Yeah. You think the rise of Doom, the rise of like simpler music, at least in metal and hard rock, is a sign of our times in some way? I think so. People are... Overwhelmed, yeah, overworked, exactly. exactly. Uh, spoiled for choice. Yeah. Something just to chill out to. Yep. Just like get in the groove. Yeah. Feels good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you're right. Well, bands that I, I don't consider, you know, mainstream at all. Go to shows these days, and there's a lot of people there. You know, yeah, it's true. A lot more women getting involved. Oh there's yeah, a lot more younger people mm-hmm. that are. So that's great. I can't name any bands specifically right now. This is cool. It just kind of like stays in that groove. Yeah, yeah. Which makes me happy for some reason. Yeah, I'm wondering where I've heard of these guys from. Maybe Russ. 
grooving, bro. When I told him he exposed me to these guys, I don't think uh -huh. he remembered that. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Just like you with Anne here, I like. Yeah. You never know when you're affecting somebody, man. That's true. Just gotta keep trying, you know? Yeah. Hey, do you check out this band? Yeah. Maybe it'll hit, maybe it won't. You never know. You never know. Could be the new favorite band. I'm not much about... I feel like music's such a personal thing that yeah. I don't push my music on anybody, you know? Yeah, me either. I mean, but there is some good stuff out there, and when people think, oh, you just listen to metal, like, you don't really know. Right. Yeah. Well, I can't explain it to you, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, yeah. some. if I showed somebody the right thing, maybe I'm not good at that or something, but if I showed them the right thing, I could easily, like, show them the light, so yeah. to speak, you know? It's, sometimes it's pretty easy to make an educated guess and be like... Oh, I know you like this band and this exactly. band. Like, so, like, try this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You like Death and Nocturnus? Maybe you like Vector. <laughs> yeah. Well, that one's an easy one. But what if they like yeah. um, Childish Gambino and right. um, something else that I don't know about, and, and really? Like, uh, sorry, I can't help you. Yeah, but they're like, oh, I want to get into metal. What do I do? It's like, oh, geez, man. Oh, geez, yeah, I have no idea. Do you start the Sabbath? Do you start the beginning? You know, or do you just like check out the new, some new stuff? I don't know. It's hard. I don't know. But it's like with with a lot of different art forms, um, my gut is to always start at the beginning because I think in a very linear fashion. So it would my, be my gut instinct to be like, yeah, Sabbath, and you work your way. Mm -hmm. But I've known from like having kids, there's such a huge um, chasm yeah. between what's going on now and what was going on back then. Yeah. Like when the kids are like, let's watch a TV show. And I recommend something. Yeah. I'm not going to recommend, you know, like different strokes or something or like, uh, what the fuck's that called? All that one family. show I'm thinking of. <laughs> Can you think of what I'm thinking of? No, I wish I could, man. That'd be uh, weird. Existence. Bonanza. Oh, right. Yeah. Stuff, you know, yeah. you're not going to like go oh, back yeah. here. Bewitched or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, those things, uh, the pacing, the pacing, the pacing is huge. Yeah. Not only the sense of humor, but yeah. the pacing. It makes when I watch something old like that, it makes me realize how slower, much slower life was. I know it's because, weird. Like, if I had Maisie watching a show, like we watched, uh, oh, the original Star is Born. Okay, yeah. With Barbara Streisand. It's like, yeah. oh, I want to check out the original. I like the new one. I want to check out the original. I shouldn't be admitting that on the yeah, probably on, not uh, the interwebs. I can cut that out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that pacing is so much different. Yeah, and yeah, boring it, immediately for a child. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes my kids can get past it. Yeah. But uh, not always. We watched uh, Ferris Bueller recently. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that was. Yeah, you, can get, you can get past that on that one. Yeah. That was. It's kind of like timeless enough. Exactly. Yeah. You know, Ghostbusters is like that too. Yeah. There's, there's some that are good. But yeah. um, I tried I tried my best a couple months ago for Monty Python. Oh, geez. Because I thought, this is funny and it's absurd. It's yeah. ridiculous. It is. And so much humor is still ridiculous and absurd. Yeah. Like the. YouTube and that's the TikTok shit that they watch is insanely oh, yeah, absurd and dumb. And I thought, no, just Holy Grail or uh, no, we watched a TV show. Oh, I nice. thought it might be more quicker pace. Yeah, exactly. Than, yeah. But I think part of it is probably the accent too. Yeah. Because like even I can't understand what the fuck they're saying most of the time. <laughs> uh, Maybe Robbie can help us with some of those. English a lot of accents. it is, is sexual jokes too, right? That too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I think that's why we couldn't watch it when we were kids. Yeah. Like Do you remember? I, didn't, I don't know. I didn't even know about it until I, I was like a teenager. I remember my parents were like, oh, we're watching an adult show, and it was Monty Python. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know about that. Oh, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a little bit of nudity in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember Benny Hill? What about that? Yeah. I never really watched that, I don't think. <laughs> what a weird... Dude, that is like... It's you weird will get shit. Now. Oh, yeah. If you did anything, you did. Yeah. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah. Okay. I've got my last one. All right. Here we go. You want to turn yours off? Yours is oh, still yeah. playing Sorry. a little bit. Got you. I dig that, though. Low pan. Low pan. Check it out. All right. It's the last thing I thought I'd be playing today. Victims. Yep. Dude, this stuff's so good. This album's amazing. I'm not sure I've ever heard this album, actually. Oh, you should check it out. It's great death metal. It's not original, per se, in hindsight. Yeah. But a lot of obituary. uh, I'm hearing obituary, for sure. Yeah. Victims of Internal Decay. Yep. You were in this band for... Two years, maybe. Two years? Yeah. Yeah. One album. After they got signed... This was on Red, right? Which was a pretty Red Light Records, which was a pretty big record label. At the yeah. And they had uh, a producer who uh, worked with Nirvana, and uh-huh. they helped him on this album. Wow. This is great, though, dude. They have two vocals. Okay. There's Terry, he's playing, uh-huh. he does the growls, and Lance does the screams. They were a band that uh, that started as like anthrax style fun thrash. They, really? They had a na- different name, it was Violent Order of Indi- Idiotic Dudes. That was their first name. Whoa. And they kept Void, but they changed the acronym. Yeah. Wow. The first albums are like like hilarious thrash. Really? Yeah, like all inside jokes and really funny and stuff like oh that. Oh my god, that's Very really yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. They had like three albums for this. Wow. And this is when they got big. <laughs> well, yeah, big is relative, of course, but So you were in this band before this? After this? Right after this. Okay. Yeah. This was uh, 92 or something, maybe? And I, yeah. I joined them in 95. Okay. 95, 97. And we recorded one demo album in 96. Which I don't think is on YouTube. I wonder. They were great, though, man. So tight. Great drummer. Pat Wambacher, great drummer. Terry Guile on guitars. Lance Still on vocals. And then one of the, the guitarists left, who I ended up being friends with. But, uh, yeah. It was a good time. They live in Albany, dude, so I was driving down there a lot. Oh, yeah. Like, three times a week. Oh, jeez. We played a bunch of shows. When they were in this era, they played uh, lots of shows with Forced Entry, all Northwest shows. That's awesome. Yeah. I yeah. love Forced Entry. Forced Entry's great, dude. Dude. It's insanely good. Yeah. Progressive thrash again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All those harmonics and oh stuff man. that they would do. Crazy. Insane. As above, so below. Yeah, that so great. So good. They had a little bit of that fun thrash in yeah, there too. Totally, yeah. They'd sing about beer and stuff. Yeah, get <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, these riffs are all written by Terry, who's a riff master. To this day, he still writes music. He's a great musician. Yeah. 
they they started the nom no, um the moniker of uh, it was like grind sludge or something. Okay. Like they they, uh-huh. they thought of themselves as not as death metal. Like they didn't really know about death metal. Really, it's weird. Like they weren't huh. fans of like the bands that you think of. Right. Deicide, Sepultura, all these things. They weren't fans of those bands. They were fans of more of like the grind bands, Phobia, and like oh, okay. really weird because it's very. And then like... they mixed that with the punk that they liked also. Okay. So and created death metal basically. Right. I mean, it, it sounds pot, like you know pretty normal death metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they they weren't like music fans of that stuff. Huh. So strange. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that happens sometimes. You just like stumble onto stuff. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, the the drummer for. Um, Nevermore. Van Williams is his name. I read an interview with him once. He's like, yeah, I've never, I never, I was like a Samba guy. I never listened to yeah, metal before. Yeah. <laughs> like he shreds. Dude, he's right. so good. It's so weird. That's kind of like, um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Eric from Wyndham Hell. Oh, he, nice. He was, well, Leland to a certain degree too. Like they knew classics and stuff, yeah. you know, but yeah. they were just, guitar virtuoso yeah, exactly. so they would just shred naturally because they could yeah you know and they create weird music yeah, yeah yeah that's interesting when that happens it's fun well cool um can you play us out with a dolvin tune sure which one should we play oh, okay i got it on here because it's, it's on spotify it's on spotify everybody. spotify everybody can check out dolvin, dolvin on, spotify. on spotify give me some uh give me some numbers on there because as it is now it says less than 1,000, which it says for it could be zero or it could be 980. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I think if there were z- zero views, it would still say less than 1,000. You're probably right. Okay, so the the hard part about playing a Dolphin track is like the interlude track, or should we play like one with, that, with the full band? I would think a full band. Okay. Here we go. This one's called To Fly Free. It's about uh, my fantasy of being cut off from the spaceship and just floating on the space. That's a terrible way to die, probably. But I think there'd be some bliss between the time you left the ship and you actually suffocated. Yeah, I can see that. Because you'd be looking at Earth. You'd be looking at all the Right. Homer did that. (laughs) Did he? Yeah. Did he survive? No. Oh, no. No. His his, head exploded and stuff. Yeah. Okay, here we go. So this is your Simpsons song. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Inspired by Simpsons. Everything has a Simpsons reference. Of course it does.
Thanks for joining me, Nick. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. Finally. That was that was really great. Um, yeah, let's do it again sometime. Okay. All right. It'll be very spontaneous, like this one will be. And who yes. knows what, who we'll knows what will happen? We'll probably end up on thrash at some point. Yeah. Well, it seems to be the theme. <laughs> yeah. All, All right, right, man. Thanks, thanks again. Bye. Thanks.